You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited today. My guest today is a musical artist whose gifting has touched thousands of lives over the years. She has a prayer and devotional project titled Now that assists you during your times of healing and hearing the voice of God. Now, she's an actress, a singer and songwriter and producer, and she endeavors to share the gospel of Jesus Christ across the nation. She also is the CEO and founder of a nonprofit organization that is entitled Esther Saving the Nation. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in a little bit. But this allows her to speak to women who are struggling with issues that stem from abuse and neglect, low self-esteem, broken relationships, and community outreach. My guest today has a desire to live the life that she sings about. Here's a little snippet of her music. Alrighty, that was just a little bit of snippet of, of the music that we have today. Our guest artist today is Miss Tammy Jennings. Tammy, welcome, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited when life gets you down. I mean, um, this is what we need to hear. We need to hear a soulful singer that can take us to a place, take us to a place that we haven't been before. And she can help take you to that cross, to the throne, to the altar, and make you just want to surrender all. Tammy, let's talk a little bit about how you got started. Let's begin with your backstory. I mean, were you one of those singers singing with the brush in the mirror as a little girl sitting Whitney Houston, Patti LaBelle, or, or Mahala Jackson, Aretha Franklin. Tell us a little bit about your backstory and how your gifting uh, got started. Well, I wasn't singing in the mirror. Uh, I was singing <laughs> actually outdoors to the trees and the grass and the backyard, <laughs> the, the dogs or whatever were out there. Uh, I, had an older, I have an older sister. Okay. And of course, a lot of times you try to mark what they do. You want to do what your big sister does. And I heard her singing one day. And it just... Uh, became natural for me. So it would be times I would be eating. I got I got in trouble a lot eating at the table as a kid. Okay. But I would be singing. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know that I was singing. So it uh, my father would tap the table, kind of give me a cue that I was singing. And so, you know, it was just something mm -hmm. I believe God put in me. My family has a musical background. So I just think it was something that God just put in me. Wow. Wow. Because, you know, it's so funny because some people say, well, I had a brush, I had a broom handle and I was just singing every time something came on. And I've heard that story a lot of times. People say as little girls, they got in trouble because they were always singing, always humming. And they were like, shut up, be quiet, calm down. And the melodies would just be coming out, you know, and things mm -hmm. like that. I often heard singers uh, talk about that. Now, 
Tammy, since you've been singing as a little girl, um, I know that you're also an actress. You've acted in a lot of different hit gospel stage plays. I know it takes more than just saying no is one of them. And also playing the evangelist holy and with the church leaves home. Tell us a little bit about this acting career. How did you get into that? Because a lot of times if people are singing, they just go all out but you decided to go into the acting field. So how did that come about? Uh, Honestly, I was uh, 16 or 17. I met a gentleman by the name of Willie D. Brown. I had a part-time job going to school. And uh, this uh, lady named Sister Costello, uh, she introduced me to him. I worked at Burlington Coat Factory, (laughs) teenager. She introduced me to him and he had such a love and a passion for you. He took me under his wings and he seen the gift that God put in me and he put me on the stage and just really pushed me and put me in the forefront. He really did. Now, did he hear you sing or how did that come out? I mean, were you singing at Burlington? You know, like, you know. I don't think I sang. I think he just took her word for it. And then when I did finally go, it was, it was really the favor of God. I'm telling you, some things are just predestined. Mm. And then from there on, he took me under his wing as his little sister, but the gift that he seen, he really just pushed me because I was a little shy and, and okay. unsure of myself, but you know, God always let me come in contact with people that really would push me and put me in the forefront. So it was really a blessing. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now tell me who motivates you because you've been singing since a little girl and I'm sure you've had you know, gospel music that you've listened to over the years, you know, mm-hmm. who, what music style motivates you? Is it only gospel music or are there other styles of music that you listen to or that you have listened to over the years? You know, because sometimes people say, there was always music in my home. My mother, they used to play mm-hmm. Motown and this was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, did you grow up in a musical family? Tell us a little I bit about that. I did. So I, I grew up, you could not listen to R&B. Uh, you can listen to blues. Now, my dad did. So he was the one. But my mom was very strict. So I grew up uh, Friday nights uh, or any day of the week. We would either go over my auntie's house or they would come over our house. My mother and her sisters would sing at the table. We would wow. have food. And we grew up with our mom singing together. We knew about Jesus. And uh, I had cousins that had bands. And I was always the youngest. So I would like like to tag along. I had cousins that would preach and sing. I would somehow end up at their services or be on one of their CDs singing. They did filming. So I was always around some kind of uh, inspiration of the arts, even though I didn't know that wasn't normal, that that, you know, that's not like the norm, you know, that everybody didn't sing at the kitchen table with their sisters and their Mm -hmm. family telling stories. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But that's how I grew up. It was just a part of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, how did it come about that you were, because I know you traveled all over the country in Italy and Europe. And yes. how did that come about? Because as you got older and you kept singing, you're just getting discovered by people and people are becoming mentors to you. How did it come about that you were able to travel to different countries with this musical gift? <laughs> so God just opened the doors. Uh, I will tell you that Italy was a family trip. Mm. And before I knew it, I was selling CDs. And I'm going to tell you this. I went with the intention of ministry. Uh, I love people. I was younger. Uh, I really didn't understand everything. But the favor of God was there again. And before I knew it, I was in Italy selling CDs and singing. So God was faithfully there. Now, that was just a family trip. 
Wow. <laughs> but he opened the door for me, yeah. Now, was that you and your family? Was that before you were married? Or you mean your, your brother? This was son? during. This was during my marriage. We took my one-year-old. She was one at the time. She's now 18. Uh-huh. She's uh, and my husband. And we okay. went. My mom and my sister, we went to visit my brother. And we went and we we had a blast. Wow. Wow. Then people are getting a chance to experience the gift, you know, mm-hmm. you know, who motivates you, Tammy? Because we know we talked about different artists and things like that. Is there someone in the gospel arena that you have just been just, you know, like this is the person that just moves you. you when you have to go to a place, you go to that person's CD or to that person's music to get inspired. Or is it someone from home? Like you said, you're from a musical family and, you know, you grew up around music. Who, who motivates you? Um, you know, it changes. It changes with my seasons. I will say this. Um, I like that. Changes um, with the seasons. <laughs> it does. It really does. Um, the song that has been ministering to me lately is uh I'm in his safety. It's by Lucretia Campbell, uh, the late okay. Lucretia okay. Campbell. Um, but I will say I like uh Whitney Houston. Um, I love the gift, I, I love the message of love. Okay. 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 So okay. even though uh, my message is Jesus. If you, if the music is still giving me the message of love and and Jesus and a positive uh, uh, vibe, I will yes. say or message. Yes. yes. And the voice, uh, well, everybody knows Whitney Houston's voice is absolutely still. It was just melody. It was just the greatest love of was, all. Yes. Yes. The greatest beautiful. love. Yeah. So, um, those types of voices, they just engulf me. I, I'm a fan of opera. I'm a fan of jazz. Okay. And these are just styles of music. They're styles, you know, okay. but okay. the message, yeah. you know, yeah. so if the message is giving me what I need in that season, which is Jesus, uh, inspiration, uplifting, uh, I will, if it's ministering to me, yeah. I take it. Wow. Wow. And and speaking of that, do you think that now with the musical styles that we have, because we have hip hop, we have country gospel, we have rock, you know, all mm-hmm. these different forms. Is the music being lost, would you say, in all of these different musical styles or is that music still there? Because, you know, traditional music was the tambourine and the yeah. person singing like a Mahala Jackson and it just rang out. But what do you so- think about the music style today? I even grew up with an auntie that sounds just like Mahalia Jackson. So, I I mean, I've experienced a lot of music. The genres, they're just genres. This is what I'll say. Okay. I'm a huge fan right now of uh, Chandler Moore. He's an awesome, awesome worship leader. I mean, I can just go into worship and just fall out on the floor. This is what I will say. When we get to heaven, Mm. is there going to be just one style of music? Can we really cap? put a cap on uh, the different giftings that God has gave people. We can't. Mm-hmm. So when we get to heaven, we're going to hear all kinds of sounds, things we've never heard before, uh, angelic sounds, heavenly sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think that Lucifer was walking. He was a walking musical instrument. Wow. Okay? okay. So that's why he's very upset at what we have the capability of doing right now. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, when we get to heaven, there's going to be stuff we've never heard. As long as it's glorifying God, I don't think wow. we should cap it. I don't think that we should uh, say, well, we need to stick to this because God is so uh, multicultural. Yes, uh, yes. There is no limitation to him. So to kind of say uh, what is traditional or what we should stick to, you're limiting God because wow. he's so much greater than what we could ever 
ever phantom. These little, I tell you, these little gifts that we have, yeah, they're they're yeah. little in the hands of God. Right. And sometimes we get a little beside ourselves. Mm-hmm. But listen, God, these giftings, they belong to him and yeah. they are all beautiful. As long as they're bringing him uh-huh. glory. Yeah. I don't mind. I love it all. Wow, that's beautiful. And that's something to think about. Yeah, that's something to think about. Yeah, we put God in a box, but there is no box, like you said. And he's created all these cultures. I mean, all the different styles and Asians and Hispanics and African-American, all of these cultures. And everyone has a different style of music, possibly. So you are so right. Getting there, you may hear all types of music and music that we've never even heard because there's sounds possibly in heaven that down here hasn't even been tapped. We haven't even heard. And and there are stories of people that have visited heaven and they will tell you from the the grass, the trees, from the time you get there, there's nothing but praise. There's nothing but worship. And we we don't know what what all that consists of. The ultimate goal is, is that we use our gifts to bring deliverance and to bring in the souls. If we're not using these gifts to bring in the souls, we're missing it. So really Mm -hmm. it's not by by the style. It's about what are you doing with what he gave you? Are you going into the earth and witnessing to people and they accepting Jesus Christ as their personal savior? So that's the ultimate goal. Wow. And that's powerful because when you even read in the book of Psalms, how the trees, you know, how he created the trees and the birds are singing and, and, you know, how things just move. It's like everything that he created, it's just everything. amazing, you know? And so all of that nature is praising God in its own way. So you're so mm-hmm. right about that. It's really deep to think about till mm-hmm. there's things that we have not heard. And the angels, having all of those angels singing. Yeah. And thousands- we heard, we haven't even heard of a piece of it. Yeah, that's amazing to think about. I mean, it's amazing to think about how many angels there are and to hear all of those angels at one time singing. It's like we haven't heard anyone down here like that. There's not a million person choir down here, you know, and that's just one million, but there's so many angels to hear that sound. What would that Mm -hmm. sound like? And to hear the different pitches. We only know A, B, C, D, you know, Mm -hmm. up up to a certain point on the notes. But there's possibly notes that we have not heard. You are so right. Touch the surface. <laughs> wow, wow. That's that's kind of like going deep sea diving. You know, when you talk about heaven, it's like, okay, we just we're just been snorkeling down here on the top. But when you talk about heaven and just letting your mind wander, the depth of the just undiscovered music, waters. Yeah, the undiscovered waters getting down low and saying, whoa, this is what mm-hmm. it sounds like. And just feeling the vibration. You can feel vibration of music. Even yes. just so imagine the vibration and imagine the sound and imagine that's just that's a beautiful that's a beautiful thought, Tammy. I mean, it's like, it's wow. Yeah. yeah. So Wow. And <laughs> people from all over the world, different cultures and different people, mm-hmm. you know, coming together and they're they're a little bit matching with the it, it's just. That's 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 powerful to think about. That's really powerful. We can't to think consume about. it all. We just can't. Man, you know? see. So that's what I'm saying, you guys. She's taking us deep sea diving. This is one of those people that takes you there. Now we're at the cross. We're like, okay, Lord, we're here now. You know, <laughs> um, you know let's talk a little bit about your, your CD, The God of Another Chance. I love that title, you know, talking about heaven and things like that. 
um, the God of another chance that has touched thousands of lives, yes, you know, yes. all over the country. Um, have you had an experience that you felt God gave you another chance? Because just that title alone, another chance, you know, has he given you another chance or has it just been peachy keen, you know, you know, just, wow. TV, you know, so what I would say is um, I used to uh, view chances as giant opportunities okay so let's say you get a giant opportunity to minister you get a giant opportunity to do this to do that and um just over time Mm. I feel like every day is another chance wow wow Uh, you know life brings you to the point where you understand relationship Mm. and you understand the intimacy of God And you recognize that if you don't do that, not once a week, but every day, that is a chance that everybody is not afforded. Why? Because everybody does not understand who he is. And this place that he can have you right here on earth and you still be with him. And so each day, each day that I open my eyes, it's another chance for me to discover um, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is to me, who um, another chance for me to uh, touch another life, to witness to them okay. um, and tell them that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. Uh, another chance for me to sing another song, not listen to this. And I'm telling you, it's taking me a yeah. long time yeah. to hear yeah. not to a mass audience, but to the audience of one. And this is during my prior time. There's nothing greater. And so I'm just appreciative of those chances because it's what you do in secret Mm. that will promote you. Yes. In the open. Wow. You get what I'm saying? And so what you do in secret is Mm going to show in the open. So, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of great opportunities and a lot of chances that I have not been afforded just yet. But I'm telling you, the chances that I am uh, grateful for is wow. my audience of one. And uh, I just feel so blessed that mm. he would allow me, you know, to, mm. to sing and, and, and um, sing his praises, even if it's just to him. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's so beautiful because when you do sing and you hear your music, it, it seems like you're speaking to that one person. It doesn't seem like, okay, you're in the audience and I've witnessed your, your artistry. <laughs> okay. And you are ministering to the point where you just take people to a zone into a place and people want to worship. They're enjoying the music, but they kind of get lost and they want to worship. They want to look to God. They want to have God provide that healing that they would need. There's something about when you sing you don't just like sing to like, you know, the whole everybody's there in the audience, but you do seem to narrow it down and you you reach the heart of the person and, and that heart opens up and that heart is like crying out, God, you know, just in worship. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, we're going to take a, a little commercial break right now and uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about this music, how it touches lives all over the world. And uh, so we're going to come back with Miss Tammy Jennings in one minute. Imagine yourself being pampered from head to toe, surrendering to the aromas of sweet serenity. Welcome to Libby's Soaps and Candles, your destination for comfort and relaxation 
begins here. Visit us at Libby'sSoapsAndCandles.com to learn more about our exotic products. Get back out there in style when you shop at It Is Amazing Boutique. We have all the deals and steals you need for your next night out. Find upscale clothing and accessories for women, men, and children at affordable prices. For more information, visit our website at www.itisamazing.biz or call us at 815-582-4995. That's 815-582-4995. We're talking today to the gospel recording artist, Tammy Jennings. She's a native of East St. Louis and her musical style is touching people all over the land. Tammy, before the break, we were talking about how your music just reaches in touches the heart. Like you said, you're seeing it to that one. It's not like a lot of people. You're trying to reach that one person. And that's what your music does. It reaches in and it touches the heart and it leaves people wanting more. It leaves people realizing that their condition that they're in, no matter what it is, it's not their conclusion. You Mm -hmm. give people hope through your music. You give people inspiration and you are literally not just singing lyrics but the the words come alive and you can feel the vibration it's like you feel god's presence in your music there's an anointing in your music how can people today would you say um because when people are trying to go into this industry um they're trying to climb get onto the charts get onto the radio and all of that but sometimes they may lose out on that anointing that gifting because they're chasing after the, you know, the music charts, they're trying to, they're getting mixed in with the wrong crowds and the wrong people and the wrong mm-hmm. agents and all of that, trying to go down that path to reach that, that gold star, so to speak. But how can a person stay true to that gifting that God has given them without getting lost in that, that, that uh, yellow big road of trying to be a star, yeah. so to speak? Um, I think so many people, and, and I think it's just human nature. Okay. We all want to, we all want to make it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and you nobody does anything to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, wow. you know, wow. but what's your definition of failure? You know, mm-hmm. I guess that's where we that's what we're gonna define, or that's what yeah. you need to define. Yeah. Yeah. What is failure? Okay. And so I heard this gentleman, he was speaking about um the Holy Spirit, God was ministering to him, and he was speaking to him, and he was this huge pastor, mega pastor. Okay. And he said, God told him he never told him to be a pastor. He told him to be an evangelist. So here we are in our, in what we deem as the norm, normal success of a mega church. And God never told him to do that. He told him to be an evangelist, to go into the streets and get souls. And so you have to define what is your path? What is success? And what does God say about that? And the only way that you're going to be able to obtain that or to get the answer of of that is to stay in his presence. You have to get into the presence of the most high God. You have to. Wow. Um, And I know a lot of people think that, well, that's easy. uh, Or how do you do that? You have to read your word daily. You have to meditate on it. Mm -hmm. You have to acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is with you consistently. Okay. Um, And you have to, Give them time. So when you say that, what does that look like? That means if you're in a relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, yeah. or wife, you're not just going to walk by them and never say anything. 
Exactly. That's exactly. not a relationship. You wow. acknowledge that he's there and you, yeah. you, uh, you acknowledge him in all your ways. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, what is, what is your routine? How do you get to the place when you're preparing to minister in front of people? Um, what is the routine or what is your preparation process like? Um, for people to know, because some people are getting their throat ready, they're, you know, drinking mm-hmm. some lemon things and do, they're conditioning that throat and that voice. I do this. Yeah. The heart may be not, you know, settled or the emotional state. They might have just got into some kind of situation where they're not settled at home or there's some yeah. other things going on in their life that may be disrupted. What is your, your routine before you go out to minister to pour out to the people um, that mm-hmm. you do? to get you to that place where you're able to just help others to open up? Well, I, I live a life of, uh, of repentance. I'm going to say that. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I, grew, I mean, there's a difference from religion. And okay. there's, you know, because I grew up in a home where it was like very religious, but still I was raised in holiness. I will say that. And okay. so just when you begin to come into the knowledge of, um, what you don't want in your temple uh, and you become conscious of what, uh, what allow, what makes the Holy spirit, uh, what grieves the Holy spirit. Oh, okay. Um, you want to become conscious of that. And okay. so, uh, a part of my preparation, like you do, you say you drink the water and yeah. you do your sinus field, <laughs> but I ask now, okay, what songs do you want me to sing? Okay. And so in my prayer time or just, when I'm walking around, I become conscious to different songs that become, you know, that get in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go on my prayer time and I sing them to him. Wow. Um, I may, he may tell me, uh, I don't want you to watch it. I may not be able to watch TV. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, there may be something I want to watch and uh, I can sense that that's not a good show for me to watch. So I won't watch it. Wow. Um, I might have a thought about the heavenlies or uh, King Saul or whatever it is, I'll start, I'll read upon that. I'll listen to it. I consume myself. I try to consume myself with worship. If I'm at work, I'm not looking at TikTok and all that. (laughs) I'm trying to get myself ready because my goal is that he be glorified, you know? And um, I take it serious because not only is it about them be. But it's about my, it's, he knows what I'm doing in my, when, when there is no. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So um, I really want to live a a consecrated life before the Lord and Mm -hmm. I I, I want him to be glorified. And so ultimately I want to be a blessing to the people of the Lord. So that's how my preparation is. I try Mm -hmm. to, uh, if I think a bad thought, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he make me sick, all Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) I'm I'm pulling it down. I'm telling you, it's I'm pulling it down. Uh Uh, I'm pulling offense down. Uh You know, uh, me and the hub, and I'm telling you, we get into argument, all that. I have to really let it go. Yeah, yeah. You cannot, you know, because the thing is, a lot of people think because they're doing miracles and miraculous things that. Mm It's all good. But the Bible says uh, in the book of Matthew, I believe, didn't I do miracles in your name? Didn't I do this? Didn't I cast out that? Wow. Yeah, I know you not. You work of iniquity. See, gifts come without repentance. And so that's why we have to watch. Okay. Uh, turn and doing tricks. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You have to really live this thing. And so that's how I prefer. And I just wow. try to keep it in my mind. He doesn't need me. Mm. He really doesn't. 
Mm-hmm. You know, wow. yeah, he really that's, doesn't need us. Wow. That's so, that's so profound because a lot of times people, they have different routines and things like that. But when there's things going on in their life, uh, in this world of change, overwhelming competition, and so many things happening, people have more issues than Scott rolled tissues. You know what wow. I'm saying? And so it's like when you come before him to minister, you're saying, hey, no TikTok, no Facebook, no all of that. Let me just get before God, making sure that everything is clean so that I can touch heaven so that I could touch the people. And I think that's one of the differences with your music, because you feel that you don't feel garbage and junk and things coming from behind you, because a lot of times singers get up there and, you know, they're going through some trauma and it's in the news, you know, some of the famous ones and they're going through this divorce or they just were seen with this person or some a lot of drama is going on. But yet they get up there and they still sing. It's like put that to the side. I'm here to they're getting paid at this big concert or something like that. But when you sing, you do you feel that you, there's a genuine um, this that comes through with your music is as if you are been communing with God and the Holy Spirit before you step out into that arena. And that comes through. That comes through because I've seen you when you're singing and all of a sudden it goes from singing to a whole nother realm. And it's like a place of worship. And it's like you're actually worshiping while you're singing. And it's like, OK. And so that's the difference when a person can come and and just understand that you know, like you said, God doesn't need you, but you need him. And it's like, you're just giving him your all in that, in that space. And the audience. Yeah. I did say this. Um, Will there be distractions? Yes, there will. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Am I always successful? No, I'm not. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. That's transparency. Yes. But you can still feel, you can feel when God is saying no, you can Mm. feel that when he was like, he's saying, turn it off spend time with me you can okay. feel that yeah and, yeah, and, yeah and 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 another thing i minister to him and he ministers to the people beautiful i don't That's have i don't have it mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm like you know I, I told the lord i said we i could lay hands on somebody but why mm. i got you yours <laughs> I like love that. I love the language. I love the, the accent too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even notice it, but you know, you said that. But you know what I'm saying? Why? Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 He is free to walk the aisles as he chooses. Holy Spirit is wow. free. Jesus wow. himself is free to walk the aisles. The angel wow. of the Lord, he is free to give them orders as he chooses. He really does not need us the way we yeah. yeah. And you're and right, so, because a lot of people think that he does need them. You know, they show up as if they're here. They have arrived. Now everything's going to begin. Not allowing space. You're right for the Holy Spirit to happen. It's like a performance versus ministry. And that's even in the church. Mm-hmm. You know, people come to the church to be entertained. Um, but are they really there a lot of times to be mm-hmm. ministered to? You know, so that's that's an interesting. That's an interesting thing. I, I love that. The fact that you said. The Holy Spirit can walk up and down the aisle. He could touch a person. Does he even need your hand to touch a person? He can't do it if he wants to. You know, it's just like if he wants to do it, you know. Uh, let me ask you a question, Tammy. It, you know, okay. this is this is just, it's, you're making me think so much. It's like, oh my goodness, this is, it's just beautiful um, how you explain the preparation and how God is able to do things. If Jesus were to walk into the room right now with you, what would you say to him? I love you. I love you. I can't make it without you. Wow. Wow. I need wow. you. 
Mm. You're so beautiful. Mm. I mean, I don't know. It would just, <laughs> I, it would just go on and on. I would just fall at his feet and just, oh my God, just begin to worship. Wow. I, I, I love you. You're so beautiful. Wow. I can't do it without you. You are the song that I sing. Mm. You're the air that I breathe. I mean, mm. listen, when that man is wanting that woman, you're pursuing. Mm. You mm. are pursuing her. Yeah. You want to give her the best. Yeah. When you yeah. want, when you want Jesus, yeah. you recognize he's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Wow. When you recognize the source of your strength, the strength of your life, the cre- don't ask the creation why it was created. You go to the creator. When you recognize he's your creator, he's your father. Yeah. How beautiful this thing really is. Mm. You can't even take two steps without just blowing you know, because that that man is yeah. like, baby, you all right? Mm. Because he want he's like, oh, this gonna be my wife. This is it. You right. are doing him because yeah. you need Jesus. You need him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You recognize that he's the most beautiful. He's everything that you would ever need. Wow, wow. That's that's nothing to take the place of our savior. like for real for real for real for real for real and you know what it brings me to a point about esther saving a nation um you know you're non-for-profit and and you're helping women um you know this organization women that has gone through uh trauma women has gone through difficulties why did you start this non-for-profit you know why why that you know why esther saving a nation i mean because you were singing traveling you have your family um, you know, you have a diva lifestyle, you know, oh. you got this awesome look at everything. That you're <laughs> well, working. You. Why reach out and try to bring someone else in to help someone that's going through these types of difficult times, not being a pastor or not, you know, being the leader of a church, you know? Um, once again, God just creates us with these. We're designed and made mm. with just certain things, uh, okay. giftings and talents. And, yeah. um, and when you begin to tap into him, he begins to pull on that. Mm. He, wow. you, you can pray for God's heart. You can ask him for his heart. God, give me your heart. Give me a heart like yours. And when, when, and, and I, be, I believe it's evangelism, really. Okay. I believe it's one of my, my gifts is evangelism. Okay. And okay. so because of that, it gives me such a heart to go after people, to to get on the streets and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And right, I'll right, tell right. you what, when I go out there, sometimes I'm nervous. Mm. And sometimes I've even been, in, I'm like, God, I hope I don't get embarrassed. I hope the people come and get the food. I hope they, oh. and, and they show up. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. I take that chance. Mm. And, mm. and I mean, I've experienced before, I mean, men walking up and, and they don't even have decent clothes for the weather. And they, they, they just want a pack of hot dogs. You get what I'm saying? You got a box with milk and cheese. Mm. They said, I don't have anywhere to go, but I'll take these raw hot dogs. I mean, I'm about to bust out and cry because I can't take that. That is the heart of God. Yes. Yes. When we are praying, he's grieving. When we are in our prayer time and this whole spirit just revealed it to me. There were times when I would pray and I would pray and I would be so broken, Mm. but I wasn't praying the will of God because I was just grieved. I was just, uh, uh, just 
mourning or, mm-hmm. or just in a broken stage instead right, of praying right. the strength of God. I was grieving. Right. He, he told me, he said, when you were, when you were praying or, or you were crying out, but you were not praying my will, I grieved. I pray. I grieved for you. He grieves for us. Mm-hmm. He wow. doesn't want that for us. He wants us to be strengthened and empowered. So mm-hmm. I hope I answered the question, but let yeah. me bag up. Yeah. I grew up in a, a household with my father. Yeah. He was an alcoholic. Okay. He, he and my mom, he was, it's a lot of domestic violence. Okay. The same man that would fix my food would turn around and say he would kill everybody in the house. Wow. A lot of those things, you know, you grow up with some insecurities. You grow up with this, you grow up with that. Mm-hmm. And as you become older, sometimes you don't recognize what dysfunction is. And God begins to show you this is not function, this is not a functioning, a normal, a normality. This right. is not normal. Right. He begins to show you yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have to receive the healing of the Lord. You can choose to receive it uh, or you can choose not to. Okay. But at any rate, he will walk you through those okay. things. Yeah. And when you recognize that there's something greater within you, that there's a healing, there's a, there's something greater inside of you. Okay. One time God told me, it was about 10 years ago, he says, reinvent, reinvent yourself. I didn't know what that meant. Wow. Reinvent yourself. I woke up, I heard that song now, the prayer mm. song now, or the the, the theatrical song now. Yeah. And yeah. now opportunity waits. I mean, just so many things. Life's experiences, the thing that the devil meant to break you with, wow. will, bring you to a, will, will bring you to a point of ministry, a point of loving God's people or seeing yourself. And you can look at somebody else and you can see the brokenness. Okay. You can see what God wants to do because it, mm. you once were there. Yes, and sometimes yes. you will still be there. I have ministered to people in my brokenness, in my hurt, and have gotten healed. Wow. Experienced the power of it. So, you know, wow. it's just a, that's it for me. It's just something inside of you that just reaches out, you know, to help, like you said, your own things that you went through. You have sympathy yeah. and empathy for others yeah. that are broken, that might have had low self-esteem, um, that are going mm-hmm. through a difficult time. And, and when you, when a person is hungry and they know what hunger is like, when they see a person hungry, they can relate to that. When you have a broken place inside of you, or you've been broken before, then you can relate to someone that is broken, that has broken dreams, broken hopes and things like that. And so it's so important to be able to, um, you know, know thyself, you know, have clarity, you know, knowing what it is, where he's brought you from. So that when you see that somewhere else, it shows up, you're like, you know what? I understand. And really understand because Jesus was, he was, went through a lot of things, a lot of the sufferings and, and brokenness and things and, and abuse. People beat him and spat on him and do things to him, you know, and they thought he was an immigrant. He had to go to another place. It's so many things, how he's able to relate to us uh, as people, you know, what's next for Tammy Jennings? What's next on the horizon? Because there's so many things that's going on. This ministry has you pretty much working on, on all your spare time, you know, with Esther saving the nation, but what's next? What is the next thing that you would like to do or that God is working in you to seek, you know, to come to pass? Um, the next thing I would like to do, um, to incorporate, mm-hmm. um, is a, uh, a worship CD, just, uh, or just, just drop little nuggets of, uh, worship songs, mm-hmm. um, on the airways or the okay. internet, the YouTube, okay. just, okay. Uh, Okay. So that people, you know, I believe put some prayer behind it. People that really need to be delivered or need a word or need assistance in their prayer time or contemplating suicide or contemplating leaving their wife or their husband or maybe thinking about going back to that drug or that woman, whatever that thing that got that 
that has a hook, that thorn, whatever that is. Right. That that they'll click on that and it'll be what they the very thing that they need. What I'm currently working on is uh, I'm working on a movie. It's uh, three projects. I'm with Isolata Productions. Um, it's here in the great city of St. Louis. And the director is Takia um, Tiki. That's her nickname. And we're working on Now I Know Hate. I am uh, one of the anchors in uh, A Mother's Cry. Uh, this program is basically giving you uh, the whole outlook of what happened as a mother become, becomes motherless of a child, loses a child to violence or whatever the loss is, mental illness. Um, and we have another movie called In the Room. So God has blessed me to be a part. Um, he's favored me and I'm excited about that. Um, however, I uh, I have questions. I still pray to God about um, making sure that whatever I do, that he is definitely what I point people back to. Um, but I, I, I believe that singing and worshiping will always be like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's, my your, part. that's your happy place. That's your happy yes, place. Yes. You know, how mm-hmm. can our audience get in contact with you to, you know, hear more music, to be able to be inspired by some of the things you're doing? It just touches our heart to know all the great things that you're doing, that you're standing in the gap for so many people, that you're helping so many people, reaching out, your heart is open and you sing to that one, even though there may be thousands out there listening to you. How can they get in contact with you? Well, um, my... I'm on Facebook <laughs> and you know, I know this is so funny, but sometimes I'm really, sometimes I'm not prepared for it because I'm like, Oh, they want to talk to me. <laughs> uh, so I'm on Facebook. I'm Tammy Jennings. Uh, uh, I know I'm not prepared on this part, but if you go on Facebook, I am T A M M Y J E N N I N G S. I have a lime green or like a, a greenish, um, uh, uh, beautiful blouse on and my hair is like this. <laughs> uh, also, um, my email address is Tammy with one M Jennings, the number five at gmail.com. Um, and my number is 618-410-3128. And guys, we want you to stay in contact with her. Watch out for this artist because she's really, really an artist after God's own heart. She the music that she that she sings, um, this comes straight from the Holy Spirit and he touches her and she puts it out there for everyone to be inspired. So we want you to look out for Tammy Jennings. Great things that's coming. And remember that your condition is not your conclusion. As she's singing, you'll realize that whatever place I'm in, whatever I'm going through, it's not over. It's not over. And her music will help you to feel that. You know, friends, we're just about out of time. We want to thank you so much for listening. We want to thank our special guest, Tammy Jennings, a gospel artist. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You're so welcome. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, please visit our website for updates and for more information at www.road2eternity.net. And we want you to remember that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Tammy. We love you. And I want you to check out Tammy Jennings. Go on Facebook and search for her and find her because she is definitely someone you should know. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. 
We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.